Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s and 90s. My name's John, I'm sitting here with my buddy Tom. Hey Johnny. What's up Tom? Oh, it's not so bad here today. No, I like being over here when it's uh, not sweltering. Yeah. Uh, also, say hello to you. Also say what's up to all the shorties out there. Oh, and the spookies, we're going to say hi to them too. And yes. Tommy Jr. from the future. That's right, and dads. Yeah. And dads. And, uh, and well, Chicken the Cat. Chicken the Cat. Well, yeah. We have to worry about her today. And the Watcher, wherever he is watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him. <laughs> Shout out to the Watcher. Uh, that was a ridiculous episode that we had. That was fun. Actually, I, uh, you know how sometimes we don't really have Tom's trivia, but we have like little things we found on like IMDb? Yeah. I was thinking about making a segment with a sound clip called IMDb Oh, man. <laughs> when I'm using that little... Uh, you gotta like have... Uh, the first three letters being you, and then put him in uh, as the last spelling out and then saying it too. Yeah, um, obviously, it's important. How does he spell it? It's not there's no O, but it, I think it's, it's he's got a couple of E's in there, yeah, a couple of E's, O T C H or something. Yeah, so that'll uh, to, to mix a lot. Our boy, the watcher, the watcher. Um, but yeah, uh, we're doing a, an episode today of. Outer Limits. Oh, we're getting right into it? Well, I'm just going to say that's uh, what we were doing because uh, I did a little bit of uh, IMDb snooping around for today's episode. Okay, well, we can talk about it as it goes along, or do you want to talk about it now? No, it's fine. Uh, what does that mean? You... It means I'll drop in a sound clip right here. I M D B All right, and oh, this cool. is our new segment. I like that. <laughs> I M D B Biatch. Um, but yeah, I did a little snooping. Uh, today we're doing a, uh, Outer Limits, chosen by you. I did. Uh, did you do any snooping on IMDb? Uh, a little bit, yeah, but, I mean, we probably have the same information, so. Um, yeah. I mean, the only reason I picked the episode was because I saw the people that were in it. Alyssa Milano. Yeah, and Jason London. Yeah. Uh, did you ever used to watch, I, I had a thing for Alyssa Milano back from, uh, Who's the Boss? Oh, yeah. Did you ever watch that? Mm-hmm. Not uh, too much, though. Oh, I love it. That would be, like, it. again, like, at a friend's house. I had a crush on her. Uh, I have actually, uh, you want to hear my Tony Dance impression? Uh, yes. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Mona, Sam, Angela, Jonathan. That's it. I just say the names. I like it. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, um, Tony Danza. I remember her as a little kid in uh, the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando. Suburban? Wait. No, no, no. no. This is like where he, it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie. Huh. Um, of course, he's like a retired Marine, something like that. Oh, you know what? I was getting it confused with um, True Lies. That's a different yeah. young lady. Yep. I forget what her name was. Mm -hmm. Also um, a great flick. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger owns. Yeah. And so does, uh, what's her name too? Uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis? Yeah. Yeah. I just actually watched um, on Hulu the new, the latest Halloween. Oh yeah, not too bad. Not bad. Uh, a little different. Very different, not great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Jamie Lee Curtis' character is like, they, they, for those of you who haven't seen it, she's like kind of just like recluse, like crazy. Paranoid. They make her seem nuts, which yeah. is good. Her hair the entire time is just like poofed out. <laughs> it looks like she has like cobwebs on top of her head. Yeah. She looks like mm -hmm. not cool. Like, and she just is like supposed to be like a killing machine. She's like not likable at all. No, I, that, that was like my big problem was like, I don't know who to like in this entire. Uh, thing, because um, uh, Kitty from Arrested Development, who's a great actress, uh, she's not very likable because she's like doesn't want her mom. Oh to yeah, be that's alive. her her daughter, and then her granddaughter, granddaughter is also kind of not. It's sort of like conniving, going behind her back, and is like one of those ones is like I'm t like smarter than think she's smarter than everyone else, and kind of I don't know. Well, you know, uh, Halloween was the original slash movie. This is before they did that before uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah. And uh, it was just so good, man. Like, yeah. I remember watching that and just being like, fuck. Like, seeing him standing outside the house and just being like, there's nothing you can do. And yeah. the dude, you know, he takes the hits and he keeps coming. You know, uh, there's like, uh, so wait, you were stabbed through the eye, thrown off of a roof. Like, <laughs> no what, problem. It's what, all good. What did you think of, like, at the beginning when they kind of, they don't really show his face 
But they kind of show it from a profile side. And they I have kinda, that one little scene in the bathroom where he like kind of goes through the crack in the door and you kind of see his face. Yeah. And he, and he looks old, and, yeah. and I think that's kind of cool they be. did that. I do kind of appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to uh, try to do uh, the minute... In it, minute to win it and try to give a synopsis in 60 seconds of the new Halloween? Uh, yeah, you do it, though. You're, no, you do it. Um, I did the last one. Well, okay. Um, and go. Michael Myers escapes uh, from prison by crashing a bus. We don't see how. He gets a truck. He kills a kid. His, Jamie Lee Curtis is batshit crazy. He lives in, like, a, a compound, basically, where she's got everything, like, Michael-proof. Uh she doesn't really stay in contact with her daughter or her granddaughter. Her granddaughter is curious about it. Uh, of course, Michael goes after them, and they have this whole big scene, and it ends with Michael being roasted alive in her basement, it's like, safe cell. Movie was okay. <laughs> you left out at some stuff. What, well, 30 seconds, right? 60. Oh. <laughs> but you probably did it in 30, so... Yeah. I mean, there, I guess it wasn't that much stuff you left out. Why don't you fill the, the rest of the 30 seconds in there? I haven't seen it as recently as you. Uh, yeah, but again, I watched it over, like, falling asleep over, like, three nights. Well, it's all good. That was fun. So, uh, some of the other IMDb things <laughs> I got on here are, uh... Okay. So, I didn't know Jason London and Jeremy London were twin brothers. Twin brothers. I didn't know that. Yeah, he got into... Jeremy was the first one to get going in the acting. Jeremy was in Rats. That's how I know him. And then, of course, uh, what was it, uh... Dazed and Confused yep. was ju- was Jason. Yep. Uh, also, Jeremy London was an episode of Perversions of Science. Ooh. That's right. Uh, and Jason London was in Hella Aerosmith music videos. Really? I didn't know that one. Yeah, I remember he was like, oh, God, what was it, crying or something? He puts on, like, VR goggles, and it's like, remember they all had, like, Liv Tyler and Alicia Silverstone in it? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Liv Tyler also in... Uh- Crazy. She was in a meatloaf video, too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They got around. They were babes. She's a babe. She's a robo-babe. Music video babes. Her mom was a groupie. Cool. Yeah. That's probably why she's so good looking. Jason London was also an episode of Night Visions. That show is Tony about hosted by Henry Rollins. Oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What if Henry Rollins and The Watcher mix a lot had uh, a combined episode? That'd be kind of fun. Or if they just, like, collaborated on a song. Yeah, they probably oh. have. Uh, but yeah, we're doing a, a Outer Limits today. We are. Chosen by you. Chosen by me. Just because there's uh, the two guys, the two people in that, like I said. And I mean, there's a couple other people in this too. Yeah. Um, I just saw Liz Milano. I was on, I was on break at work and you, you were bothering me about what <laughs> we're going to watch. So I, I looked it up during my lunch and I picked that one and I think I pulled a rabbit out of my hat, baby. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, Maybe not the episode itself being so great, but man, did we get some good moments. Yeah, there's some fun moments in here. You know, I think... A good uh, set of moments in this one. Magic moments. Um, You know, that's uh, one of the things I love about uh, The Outer Limits is when it's good, it reminds me of like an episode of Star Trek where it's like, here's a weird sci-fi concept, but you don't have like the crew being lame. You know, you just have... Only the characters that you need instead of shoehorning in, like, B stories. Oh, absolutely. No, I, this one was a... Uh, I feel like this starts strong and ends It has a weird pace. I would yeah. definitely second that. Um, did uh, did you... Have you seen this one before? No. Okay. Uh, our episode today is from the first season of the reboot, 1995. Great time. To be alive, 1995? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm nine years old. Ooh. Uh, this came out in July, July 1st, 95. Mm-hmm. This is episode uh, 16? 15? 16. Um, it's called uh, Caught in the Act. Caught in the Act. And that caught my eye mm-hmm. when I saw Liz Mulatto, and I said it caught in the eye, and I saw like a brief synopsis of what the... This is a very was. horny episode. This was an, a welcome change from Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me Sir Mix-a-Lot doesn't get you all hot and bothered? No, the no, it was the... When he's eating those tortilla chips? <laughs> I mean, but it was just so fast. Like, one tortilla chip, I'm done. Got that food fetish, mm-hmm. like, watching it in slow-mo. Yeah, like, yeah, put it on 4K. <laughs> uh, but yeah, do you want to uh, get it started? Maybe get some drinking game rules? Okay, obvious number one. Alyssa Milano's titties. 
What, every time you see him or every time she gets horny and starts making out with somebody? Uh, no, no, see him. Okay, every time you see Alyssa Milano's titties, take a drink. Um, every time uh, Alyssa Milano's like a street walker, like walking around like yep. a prostitute on the street, like picking up random dudes. Oh, that's a lot. Um, uh, you see someone get absorbed into her body. Yes, yes. Fully. Um, None of them partials. <laughs> there is a partial. Um, yeah, do you want to do any other ones? Um, uh, uh, there was Every time there. Uh, Jason London does uh, some science speak, he talks he does about... does one that's incorrect, too. Oh, okay, so when he's in the classroom, maybe just do a waterfall. Just chug the whole time he's talking about amoebas and... um, when he's standing in front of the projector so you can't even see the whole thing <laughs> and he's changing slides so fast yeah it's like there's no way yeah. and there's not a single person in the class either too. <laughs> you know that um there was one more uh okay this one is going to be a little waterfall too but it's when uh our scientist um what's his name uh professor professor uh, jewish uh hugaro Hugaro, every time he's on the phone and the person he's talking to interrupts him mid sentence, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, he's like, I don't we'll, know. we'll get to it." Okay, but oh, <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, uh, they're like, "Okay, we'll get to it." It's so good. Okay, uh, any other ones you want to throw out? No, that's enough. That's gonna get you fucking buzzed up. All right, well, let's get into it. Yeah. All right, so our episode starts out, and we got uh, this couple, Jay and Hannah. Jay and Hannah, or Jason. Uh, full name Jason and Hannah being played by Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano, and this is um, I think a year or two before she did the movie Fear with Marky Mark, where she got fingered on that roller yeah. coaster. Yep, it's a great movie. That's a I think you movie. actually see her tits in that one too. Yeah, and that one scene where she's getting shared or something, right? Ooh, yeah. This, I think she's like a smoking uh, crack. Something's going on, man. Yeah, it's been a minute since I saw that, but I remember best scene in that movie though when he starts punching himself in the chest. Oh yeah, to frame. Uh, so he CSI a, dad or whatever the guy's name is. So he has like all bruised up. It's only in one spot. Like, did the guy just punch you over and over again in that one spot in your chest? When you like punch yourself in the face and like <laughs> give yourself some wounds elsewhere? I feel like uh, this might be a crazy s- statement, but that might be my favorite Marky Mark movie. Ooh, is this a hot take? Hot takes. Hot take, yeah. I mean, it's not the fappening. No, this is what we're known for around here. Yeah, hot, hot takes. takes. <laughs> what was the one we did the other day? It was horrible. It was like, we love dads or something, probably. No, our hot takes was mosquitoes. Not so not, great. Not a fan, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they are dry humping, making out. Yeah, in her room. Uh, a very 90s room, too. Very 90s room with the world's most gigantic Japanese fan. Hey, on the wall. I mean, you got to cool down before. Uh, you know, we find out that they're. She wants to hold out for marriage. Yeah, so, so I mean, they're gonna fan herself off to cool down. Jay's or Jay's getting like the the world's worst blue balls like you could possibly imagine, and like the whole time they're making out, they're like, "I want to so bad, but I can't. But I want to, but I can't." And it's just like the dude's just like, "All right, well, I'm about to get the fuck out of here." Like, well, he yeah, he's like alluding to basically being like, "I'm gonna pop a boner in these jeans, and it's gonna be so hard that it's gonna ruin my day." <laughs> Like the boner's gonna like stab you in the stomach, <laughs> your guts are gonna fall out. He said he could barely walk if they go anymore. <laughs> and then I don't, it might just been like the camera angle, but it looks like she's looking down at his boner, yeah, and being like, Oh, yeah. Have that... you ever, uh, you ever had a notorious case of blue balls? Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it happens. I had, you know, I, what I, I feel like the problem it, but... is, I think it's like when you're a younger dude and you like just don't spank it before you get into getting hot and heavy with a lady. You, you know what I mean? You don't take out the easy one? I mean, you now I know. Now I know. Yeah, you, you got to rub the easy one out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had one happen uh, with one of the first girls. The first girl that ever slept with me, actually. I was very nervous, and uh, I just couldn't, which is like, never happens. It's like, I, I just couldn't nut. It was the very first time I read sex, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I've told the story before in the podcast. Uh, I don't remember, so let's hear it. Uh, okay, so I... No, I can't say her name, but... Um, we'll just call her uh, Miss X. Yeah, Miss X, and I... Uh, she had she was experienced before me. I wasn't. Um, and we drove my... I just turned 16. drove my car way away from campus, and we went on this, like, what we thought was a dead-end road. Was this during school? It was right after school. It was hey. only the prep school. It was my first year of prep school. And we drove away from campus... Get there, and to, just to move the story along, we're having sex in the backseat of this car, my car, Saturn. Very cool. The beer buggy, as we call it. Okay. Uh, and 
we were we pulled off this little like parking spot on the side of this abandoned road and we're going at it and i was really really nervous because i just didn't know any i like had no idea what to do and she was guiding me along all this stuff like that yeah all you're going on is like your what 16 years of rumors and dudes who yeah lied a to little you, bit like, of internet porn. i get laid all the time man yeah. you gotta like and i just was blown away and i was like i i had a condom on i, I didn't like feel sexy at all i was like being told what to do and i just didn't know what whatever so we're doing that and all of a sudden of like a suburban drills by right in front of us and stops and so it's like a t basically in front of us blocking us off and we're like oh my god we're in trouble and this like mom gets out and like can't really see in the car and she looks in and like i'm getting out like covering myself up and my girlfriend was like covering herself up and i'm like i'm so sorry Lily. <laughs> and she no, sees like- us sees my girlfriend in the back of the car and is just like puts her hand in her mouth and like it's She's, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm her, so sorry. Like, I'll drive away. Her monocle falls out. And she starts clutching her pearls. No, she she was actually a good looking lady too. <laughs> she tried to get in it. Yeah, <laughs> and she like like not laughed like in, like in a mean way. She like put her hand in her face and like, oh, you guys are like high school sweethearts hooking up. Uh huh. And she drove away with a huge smile on her face, and I was just like, I can't keep doing like this. Is I'm not feeling sexy anymore. She's not feeling sexy anymore. Just another. Uh... Another thing that explains why you were such a scared little boy. Yeah. Well, I got the, so like this. We had the sex for like probably like 25, 30 minutes. Hey. I, yeah. Well, the next time it was about literally one and a half minutes after mm-hmm. that. But that sounds a little better. Yeah, that was more what I thought was going to happen. But uh, yeah, I got back to, to campus and I had to go to um, to practice hockey practice, and I had the worst blue balls. And I was skating around the ice oh my with my God. balls just banging around in my cup, being like, oh. <laughs> Sometimes it's like you literally can't walk, and you're like, yep. "How is this possible?" Yeah, I mean, I, that's when women talk about cramps and stuff like that. That's when I'm like, "Okay, I respect the crap out of you for having to do that every month." Like I had it happen that time and one other time, and it was the worst. It felt like there was glass shards in my balls. Yeah, blue balls, no joke. Yeah, oh, it's uh, blue balls is a thing, and and people need to know about it. It's okay. Yeah. Um, um, so he gets up to leave, and he's of course got the blue balls. He's going to go. And then he got does leave, and I thought that she was going to start, start masturbating herself. I, okay, she's laying down, and she puts two fingers in her mouth, and then her other hand is like by her belt. It's going down there. And you're like, she's about to spank like, the skunk guts, yeah, dude. She's about to flick the bean, baby. Down in that manhole. Uh, and I wrote down she's going to masturbate, and then the the little thing comes through, which I wrote down. Uh, it said it looks like petrified poop. I said uh, it looked like a cigar. You know the cigar that Bender smokes in yeah. that Futurama. Mm-hmm. It's actually like a cocoon. Yeah, yeah. That's the, what I wrote. I was like, I was like, uh, a weird cigar looking thing comes through her ceiling, and uh, it reminded me of the nose maggot technology from the other Outer Limits we watched. Yeah, yeah, where it's, they just flick from the ceiling right yep. into you. And then, like, and then I wrote down, "Oh, now she is masturbating." Yeah, the way she like her face. Uh, it's like a, it's like a praying mantis hologram, like melts into her face. I couldn't. I'm like, is this what the alien looks like, or is this like one of the things that it's I don't know? Energy. I, I, who knows? Yeah, but uh, it's something it supernatural sense, but, happens. Uh, and then we get the intro, which is always great. The mm-hmm. horizontal, the vertical, and then we get some man buns, and we get some lady boobs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We have uh, Jay is uh, hanging out in the library, and he's talking shit about how frigid his girlfriend is to uh, Carl. Carl, the last dude who was dating her. And the way Carl asked the questions is so funny. Like, he, uh, what's he asking? He's like, so you, you must be getting pretty close then, huh? And he's like, ah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, you know her and I dated, and I didn't get close. And he's like, sometimes you get close. It gets worse. It gets worse, yeah. I mean, that's, that's not a lie. Yeah, and in walks... Alyssa Milano, hair up, which means she's horny now, apparently. Yeah, and she this is the same dress she's always walking around with. It's not a revealing dress. Nope. It's like a long dress, and her bra straps are hanging down. And They're it, falling off. So at first I thought, I was like, oh, she just must be like so horny she's not even paying attention. But then later on, she deliberately puts them down to like be she sexy. She loses them eventually. Yeah. In the bathroom scene, the attempted lesbian scene, she doesn't even have a bra on at all. And she's like just holding her shirt open. Uh, but anyway, it's okay with me. No, I, I <laughs> stop was, complaining, Tommy. Uh, I saw that and like my eyes turned into like a jackpot. Yeah, it just went ding, 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 ding. It said like bar. Yeah, you spun the 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 beanie top on your head. You know those wind up hats. Yeah, have. I uh, I tugged at my 
my my necktie. And your uh, steam came out of my ears. Your jaw dropped and your tongue rolled out like a giant, like, foot long thing. I hey, started, she, hey, she might like that. I started tapping one of my feet and howling at the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Basically the scene in The Mask when he sees Cameron Diaz for the first time. Yeah. This mm. is that exact Uh-oh. same phenomenon. Cooper, uh, don't listen to that part. Yeah. <laughs> big sniff. The big sniff, terrifying. friend of the show, uh, notoriously afraid of the Jim Carrey movie, The Mask. I don't think it had been out at 95 quite yet. I think it was in 94. Hey, shout out to The Mask. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so he's talking shit about, uh, about her, and, and Carl's like, yeah, you haven't got laid yet. I bet she's still keeping you on the sidelines. And then she rolls up, and she's like, fuck me right do now. Do me. Yeah. And then he, instead of being like the normal response, he's be like, finally, okay. He goes, no, no, I love you. We're going to get married. What are you talking about? And then she's like, get away from me. It, it, it's so funny how the character flip-flop happens so fast. This is because you can tell he's like, because in the first scene he's like, I can wait, maybe I think so, I don't can't, know, probably, can't. and then the next scene he's like, no, no, like let's wait for marriage. Well, yeah, they're like, as soon as we graduate, we can get married. Um, so I didn't know at first that they're in high school. I they're in college. I thought they were in high school too, but then we see Jason London he's, teaching a class. He's wearing a blazer. And I was like, oh, my God, he's, they, they want him to be, like, a young instructor. But then I guess it turns out he's a teacher's he's assistant. He's a TA, yeah. yeah. Um, and I love this scene because uh, it's a little foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. They're talking about, like, absorbing cells absorbing each other and, and all well, stuff. And he gets a little some facts wrong in this scene, but that's just neither here nor there. This is the, this is the waterfall part. And it's, like, exactly what you said. They're, like, somebody wrote this trying to sound smart. And they're, like... Why even have this part? Why not just be like, okay, and your homework's due on Tuesday. That's it, you know, and just wrap up the class like that instead of saying, like, all these single-celled things because that really doesn't have much to do with this alien. Well, well, it does, though, because they're talking about the, the uh, what was it, the amoeba? Yeah, they said Absorbing the am- other things, and that's like okay. what the alien does. So, you know, this was definitely a thing where the writer uh, was like, we'll punch this up later. With, we'll have some interim actually put some scientific more scientific actual facts on this and then they're like no we're just gonna go right through with this we don't have time to do any research just get this episode out yeah but yeah so the the amoeba thing is definitely foreshadowing but then they uh introduce professor hugaro who uh is the teacher who's actually supposed to be teaching biology that he's teacher's aide favorite character in the whole episode yeah he's just like a sarcastic fuck and like he's he's like oh yeah hormones are really the energy yeah and that's quantifiably not true not true at all um uh, he does uh, just go back i just looked it up um when he's teaching biology 101 he refers <laughs> to uh, an amoeba as a single celled animal but it is not it is a protist yeah not in the animal kingdom take that outer limits yeah in your face yeah cancel it um but yeah so my favorite thing that the professor says is Never underestimate the power of estrogen. Oh, yeah. That was the best. That's, I mean, you that'd couldn't... probably be the, the best quote from this episode. Uh, it's very, yeah, that, it's, it's up there. It's a top three, probably. I'll never forget it. I'll tell Tommy Jr. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening right now. Um, so... Why was he standing in front of the projector? I don't know. Just to be like... Like, he's covering half of the stuff. There's, like, information on him that the, the class... Imagine being in that class, like, trying to write notes and be like, what the fuck? Why is... Why is it like, from Days and Confused trying to teach me about biology 101? He should I, take me about the smoking 101. Clearly, he's, uh... He can't think about anything else but Alyssa Milano anyway. Yeah. Wait, uh, understandably so. How about the... Doesn't he say a little joke and they all laugh? Yeah. And it's a really funny. It's like, ha, 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 ha. It's yeah. like, okay, you guys can go now. Yeah, and it's uh, the again like our our friend uh, what's his what's his last name Professor Hugh Garo. Just call him Professor. Okay, let's call him uh, Ph. I might forget that. Okay, <laughs> I will too. Um, uh, so yeah, he he's like, uh, he's a little upset, and he wants to switch with the with Ph to have Ph do the afternoon class, so we can go and talk to Hannah to see what's going on with her. He goes he outside. That, well, he thinks that he's gotten broken up with, and they have great little interaction where he's like, she doesn't exactly, he's like, doesn't exactly what? He's like, exactly, doesn't do exactly what? Basically being like, she's not giving it up to me. Yeah. And the professor, PH is into it. He's like, hey, man. He sits down and he's like, all right. 
Um, but, so, okay. So Jay goes outside and he sees Hannah, his girlfriend, jumps in Carl's uh, convertible. It starts like biting at him and making out with him. And then he like starts crying about it. He's like, no. Did you see the way she was sitting in the car when uh, they drove away? She was like sitting sideways. I'm like, is she about to go blow him on this ride? Well, spoiler alert. She gives roadhead later on in this. Yeah. But yeah, we got uh, Carl goes back to Hannah's house and they take off their clothes. I didn't know uh, what... Like, where she lived at first. They do the the stupid thing I hate in movies and shows where... They undress slowly in front of each other. Like, across the room. And yeah. this, I was like... I mean, I, it was great to see, uh-huh. but uh, so cringy. Like, I was like, how can... I'm seeing Alyssa Milano's boobs, and I'm still, like, not... I'm like, ugh. Like, because she turns away, and she pulls her top down uh, just to her waist. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh, she's just gonna go bra, and then... Those titties fell out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then he like matches suit, you know, doing like a smirk. He like pulls his shit off. He's fucking ripped. Uh-huh. He's uh, okay. He's a little doughy. Uh, he's quarterback. You know, he's going to be a little bit of that. Yeah, but that's... I like, um, it was, she like gets fully naked or, or something like that. And they cut back to him and he's doing the pose where he's like holding his belt buckle. Like, yeah. you want me to take this off? <laughs> He's like, feels like he's like hot shit. He's like, I'm finally getting in there. Yeah. Dude, and he gets was... up to her and he takes his bottoms off. And she, like, looks down, and I really want to be like, she'd be like, ugh, I don't know. Yeah, well, so when uh, when she tried to get with Jay, she she was like, get away from me. And then she's like, I, I can't use you or whatever. And then this dude, she's like, I remember you. And they start, like, fooling around. And then, like, the dude's hand, like, sinks into her back. And then he starts screaming, and she absorbs him into her back. Yeah. Um. Jason shows up. Jay, yeah, Jay shows up. To, he and goes over get, to Hannah's house, and he's, like, standing outside the window, and then... We in, didn't see a boob. Well, inside, uh, she's, like... Uh, he comes up to her door. She's, like, take a hike, and then she starts, like, grabbing her stomach and, like, cramping up like she's taking a giant shit. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so Jay uh, goes into her room, and uh, after she leaves... What do, it, you, what do you think he's trying to find there? I'm like, did, was he looking for like a used condom? Well, when like, he came in, when he came in, she was laying in bed in her sheets, naked. Yep. And he was just like, "Where's Carl? Like, I saw him come in here. Like, has he followed him them over there? Like, on his, on his little, well, motorbike." So while he's in there, he uh, he finds the little weird cigar thing, um, and. While he's in there, he hits the answering machine messages. Oh, my God. And I love this part. It's like every fucking dude that she, like, ran into, like, throughout the day was like, hey, what's up? Like, Yeah, that, that's, what, again, another uh, problem with is, like... I bet you she gets those answering machine guns every day. Every day. This is nothing new. Like, she hasn't done anything different. She's just like, yeah, I get about, you know, 15, 16 messages a day from dudes who are, 17 like... 17 messages that day. <laughs> And uh, it's from a professor. One of them's from a teacher. Uh, and I, I, I just was like, is this, is this real? Like, that is she real. Have, well, she goes out, and uh, I was like, is she going to be a hooker now? Yeah, so Hannah goes, and she starts, she picks up dudes. She walks down, like, a street. And the place is called Hotel. I love that there was no name on it. It was just called Hotel. I'm like, you know, it's seedy. Yeah. They don't got a name attached to it. Yeah, they don't want anybody going in there. Um. So, yeah, she, like, picks up some dudes, like, drives up to, like, a streetwalker, and she's like, hey, how's it going? He's like, no, nah, I'm good. And then, like, some guy pulls up to to Hannah, and then she's like, hey, what's up? And she's like, hey, the dude's like, get in, get in well, right he, now. she, like, slightly pulls her top down. To she puts, this, this is when she drops her bra straps. That means it's business time. Oh, yeah. Um, and then she gets in, and <laughs> she basically, like, starts blowing the dude, giving him road head. He turns around the corner, and he's like screams he's like ah! yeah i was like man nothing in like <laughs> yeah 10 seconds it's a good way to go out hey i mean you know? like that's what i'm saying like if you gotta being, go out yeah being uh, inside him Alyssa milano would be a good way to go oh for sure um and then we go to we see our professor ph uh is got his shit all spread out in the middle of this little like part of campus yes and he has the best shirt Yep, I've seen. Uh, Why don't you describe that shirt? I can't remember. It was like no, no drugs, no drinking, no socialism, no socialism, caffeine. Yeah, cool, he, it though. says no every all this other stuff. Oh, punk rock. Oh man, isn't there a punk rock? They say no I punk know, rock. There's something. It, I mean, it it just like it's so heavy. It's just like okay, this is the guy we, we want you like, to see. Like he's a cool professor. Yeah. He thinks outside the box. Yeah. How do we show that? 
No uh, socialism, though. Funny shirt. Yeah. Funny shirt. Yep. Uh, and so uh, he's like, I found this thing, and this is going to be the subject of your next 10 papers. Yeah. He's like, also, I don't know what it is. It's but a I'm... hollow, gooey cigar. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, look at these burn marks. What is that? At- atmospheric reentry? He's yeah. like, well, no, I'm supposed to believe this came from space. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, he's, oh, what does he say? He's like, he's like, what is this green goo? What did you put in here? Uh, when it, it's when they're in the lab, right? Yeah. Well, this so this is before that. So basically, the the professor Ph. He's uh he's very skeptical at first, of course, because uh, he's just used to you know he's a man of science. That's right. Uh, skeptics. Um, but uh, Jay's Dewey like, decimal. Jay's like, check that shit out, and he goes, okay, fine, I'll check it out, and he starts running some tests on it, hooks up to his computer and stuff. Meanwhile. Uh, Jay runs into Carl's girlfriend and she's looking for him and she's pretty upset. She's like, yeah, I haven't seen Carl Lisa. for a couple of days. Yeah. And then, uh, all of a sudden, uh, the, the girlfriend takes off and this is when she meets Hannah in the bathroom. Yeah. A little, well, uh, she's like, well, do you think they could be together? <laughs> it's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Everyone saw them leave together and she was making out with them in a, a convertible. Yeah. The convertible is there. It's like. He's he's got to be a douchebag. I like, bet you, like, watch. He's like cheated on her hella times, and just nobody wants to tell her. They're like, oh yeah, about yeah. that. Oh yeah, you you date the quarterback. <laughs> you date you like this like. 90s... Well, I do. I just do all his homework for him. He says we're gonna go out someday. I figured her name would have been like Willow or something. <laughs> the way she looked with like the weird like necklace that would look like like acorns were hanging from it or something like that. <laughs> Why? So we call her Willow because she looked like a willow tree. I just figured that would be like a mid nineties like name where like. I don't know. I'm like a bird. I want to fly away. Hey, man. Willow is uh, from Buffy. That's maybe where I think I was Another 90s it from. show. Yeah. Uh, so all of a sudden, uh, Hannah's talking to uh, Carl's girlfriend in the bathroom, and then she starts getting hella horny for her, and she's like hugging her. and like. Well, this whole scene is funny because uh, Lisa comes in, and she is doing that classic thing of like just rambling when the other character is clearly like not right it's just like not saying a word and she's like do you think they're fine i think they're probably fine i'm answering my own questions as i talk to you anyway so like blah blah blah, blah. and then uh hannah's like let's fucking do it <laughs> and she like starts pushing herself close to her and she's like i want you inside me or she says something to that effect and it's pretty funny and she's like what's wrong with you and the the uh girl lisa like takes off so yeah she turns her down though so i was like wow i thought that for sure that they're gonna be like I'm in college. Fuck it. Let's fucking. I'll eat your fucking. She's like, bush. I think that my the person I'm in love with is dead. But whatever. Yeah. I'm not gonna say no. Yeah, and uh, I, uh, lesbian scene avoided apparently. Unfortunately. Yeah. If this um, was on Showtime, what are we doing here? Uh, and so, the this is when our detective shows up. Yeah, the detective shows up. He looks super familiar. I think he's been in. Th- so he was in three Outer Limits episodes. Yeah, and he also has got a, like a lot of bit work and stuff. I, you know who I thought he was at very first glance was Michael McKeon. Yeah. Yep. From uh, Spinal, Spinal Tap. Tap. Yeah. So good. I, and I was The Simpsons. I had, yeah, exactly. Well, he's yeah, plays plays Spinal Tap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's also in Spinal Tap. Oh, very good. Yeah. Uh, but he, uh, I, I was like, oh, this is. I was like, that's him, and then I was like, no, it doesn't quite look like him. Um, he's been in a fair amount of like little stuff he's yeah. got he's gotten work he's the bad guy in coneheads yeah yeah conheads oh is that how it's pronounced mm-hmm. we come from france mm-hmm. uh um so it, the the cops asking around the detective the detectives asking around and he's like have you seen uh jay whatever his last name is uh and he's like, like ah, and then they bump they literally bump into each other very coincidental and the cop is like yeah we got we want to question you we're taking these, you in yeah. for these missing people and he's like uh I love this. Like, there's evidence of murder. There's torn clothes in her closet. Um, you like people saw you riding your motorcycle right up to him and watching outside the window. Watching outside the window, and you had uh, a motive. And he gives all of his like he basically gives all of his hand away yeah. right to him, being like, <laughs> and if, uh, it, the, the, the my funny... number one rule of being a detective is. Don't give all your fucking yeah. information to a suspect. Before he even brings him in, he's like, all right, we're walking to the car. Well, I'm going to do have the whole thing here. He's like, I need to interrogate you, but we can do that while we take a stroll. Yeah, and he's like, if I find out you, that you, you, this is you, I'm going to charge you with second-degree murder, which you can't do. You can't charge him with murder if there's no body. I, yeah, I mean. This I'd... detective <laughs> is like, he probably, I bet he's you know hitting the old drinky-drinky in the morning. Everyone's everyone's having a this good time. This whole police force is fucking terrible in this town. 
No one shows up. No. Everybody's fuck. Everyone's just running around Helter Skelter. It's insane. And he's like, you should be looking for Hannah. Like I am. He's like, and I'm like, you just saw Hannah run into the second car <laughs> of someone that she fucking murdered now at this point. Yeah. I'm like, wouldn't you be like, I just saw her going that way. Why don't we go call it like a BP, like call a thing no, out there. No, 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 no. He's going to do it his own way. This is like, when the, I think the detective shows up and this is marks the part of the episode where everything just starts going downhill. Yeah. Besides. I, uh, I'd agree with that. Yeah. yeah I'd it, agree with that sentiment. Uh, so we cut away from this and we get to the professor. PH is running some tests, and he's got a very old computer, and the computer, it's like, no identifiable family or genus or, you know, like all those identifying... It goes down a little list. It's like, not this, not this, not this, not in our database. And then we have this awesome montage. (laughs) Yeah, this this is the drinking thing you were talking about before where they were like, to the actor, like, okay, pretend like you're like talking to your contemporaries and you're like you're calling dartmouth you're calling harvard you're yeah. calling your buddies you went to school with how did they get samples how uh, did how did he get them this information uh, to do he says he, he's like you get that sample that i sent you and <laughs> you like that thing i sent you okay this is another big issue i have is like the timeline of this whole scene because like how long does this how long do you think this t- uh he this... did this all in 12 minutes i'm pretty sure <laughs> and he like makes a huge thing on the chalkboard like trying to like write so, out the genetic code of it well, they say uh, that Carl had been missing for a couple days before... But it was consecutive days that she, she's killing... She killed one person on each consecutive day, because that's when he goes and does the research to the newspaper thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes and he's He's like, looking at, like, microfilm of, like, old newspapers. For what reason? Well, wait. We, wait. Is that before he starts calling his buddies? No, no. So after he's calling all his... We, have to, we have to dwell on that for okay. a second. It's the funniest thing, because he never gets a full sentence out. And then he's like, you go first, because I don't want to sound like I'm crazy. Why don't you, uh, let's hear, let's see your impression. Uh. Okay, so, uh, action. All right, did you get the sample I sent? Oh, you did? Yeah. That's the thing. Okay, me too. Okay. And then. I don't want to tell you what I think. Why why don't you tell me what you think? I don't, I don't want to sound like a crit. Okay, no, you can go first. It's fine. Alien life form, huh? Alien life form. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, it's all like these weird, like, it's like probably like five words at a time. And it's supposed to be like everybody's like cannot classify this. They don't know what they're looking at. They just know that it's not human. And they've but, all gotten uh, yeah, it somehow. But uh, but almost human, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, almost human. I love that. Yeah, almost human. And so this uh, motivates him to look at old newspaper microfilm, and he just I, happens to find one in an old newspaper. About a mysterious bullet, and there's a drawing of it. Like I didn't like again. How? Like, why would he? Okay, so you're doing all these like current uh, tests on this thing. You're like, well, what told you to be like? You know what? Let me go back sixty years and see if this happened before. Like, wouldn't you just be like, let's continue pursuing this with our modern technology well, and see what we got? That yes, Th- there's no logic to it of why he would go look at old newspapers. But also, I thought it was funny. I'm like. You know how many newspaper articles I see with mysterious artifacts that are drawn onto the page? Like, mm. that, there's no way anyone would ever do this. Like, wow, what a weird thing. And I don't want to take a photo, so I'm going to have an artist do a rendering of it and make sure we show it, like... Wasn't that from, like, 1929, though? So, yeah, he was. he's retracing these it old... It looks just like a screw. Like, yeah. someone would be like, oh, this, this is like something that came off a ship. It looks like some shit that fell off a tree. It's, like, not that impressive. It's, like... A root. Yeah. A petrified piece of wood or something. <laughs> the same journalist who also wrote numerous stories about rocks they found at the beach. <laughs> it's just a bunch of, like, wow, doesn't this tree kind of look like it has a face on it? And, like, he's, like, is flashing through so fast and just knows to stop. Like, he's like, this day, this... Oh, here we go. Yep, another person went missing. Well, Damn sailors. He seems to deduce that... Uh, this is happening uh, happening almost at a random interval, or no, excuse me, a regular interval. And he's like, "Well, the last time this it, somebody found it, two days later, a bunch of sailors went missing." He starts having a record of everything that he thinks might be true, is exactly it. Everybody like, coincidentally is on the right track. Well, him particularly. Him, yeah. The detective, not so much. No, the detective is going. Oh man, he was 
His character is great. Oh, but speaking of the detective, this is when the detective interrogates Jay, and this is one of my favorite parts is when he suggests that the the cigar is a vibrator. Oh yeah, well yeah. he goes he goes. Are you sure this thing didn't have batteries? That's my favorite line. Yeah, uh, and he's like, she was a virgin, huh? <laughs> Seemed to be spending with a lot of guys. Probably uh, got to be a bug in your ass for that. That uh, she swung both ways. Yeah. And like okay. I would not ever want to hang out with this detective in any again. And again, he gives her he gives him all the evidence. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I don't need a lawyer. I don't. And like, oh, man, this is <laughs> are you sure about that, dude? Um, I started thinking at this point, like, uh, you know, it, not to spoil it, but I'm like, if you know, the best case scenario, she survives and all that stuff. Are you gonna want to be with some girl who you think at this point is like fucked and then murdered a bunch of dudes? Nothing wrong with the sex. You can sleep hey, everyone. I'm not gonna slut shame anybody. I'm not All saying I know that. Is, no, I'm just saying hey, like Alyssa Milano. That's mm, true. Come on, man. Um, no, but no, I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not slut shaming. Come like, on. I'm like, okay. So everyone she slept with, besides you, she's murdered after. Wouldn't you be like, I'm gonna get murdered after? But yeah, it's Alyssa Milano. So, well, is she actually sleeping with these dudes? No, mm, no. Yeah. Well, but he does. I'm saying from his perspective at this point, he doesn't know that. She's like, I just absorbed He's, crabs and chlamydia yeah. like from sucking them into my bodies. Now I have herpes and, and yeah. all this other shit. Uh, and so we cut to uh, Hooker, old Milano, going at it. And yeah. this is actually the best scene in the movie. It's a show. Movie show. <laughs> this is actually the best scene in the show. She's like, she has to show, she's... Uh, being a streetwalker, yeah, yeah. So the, there's a cop sitting in in a car, and he has a eight by ten glossy photo of Liz Milano, and he's like, "I think I see her." Like on oh, the, he's like, "I'm getting promoted, baby." Yeah, he. So he like follows her into an alley with a dude that she just picked up, and then he like goes in the alley, and behind a dumpster, he sees Liz Milano standing against a brick wall, and there's like the torso of a guy sticking out of her stomach. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, shoot her. Sounds like someone's getting attacked by a tiger or something yeah. like that. And then, uh, and then, so, so the cop shoots Alyssa Milano and then she like snaps out of what she was doing and she like snaps this dude off like a turd. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he fucking and he's just still can... like writhing around, even though his like from belly button to down is yeah. missing. He's, yeah, he's like pinched off and then and then like all of a sudden it's great like the dude is like in shock dying and he has like his guts hanging out and then uh Alyssa milano gets shot by a bullet and like where she gets shot like green light and green goo like comes out of the wound and the look on this cop's face is like what the fuck? Yeah, like, he's, he's he sold it uh, pretty well. Even like in the scene where he like runs, he's explaining the, it. Yeah, yeah. Again, back to my point about being uh, this is the worst police department ever. Is like he calls this in, being like, "We're in a small town. <laughs> the person that is missing and maybe wanted for murder, I'm calling it in. Call him back up. No cop ever shows up. No. Same thing happens when uh, when they're in like the the mental institute i don't know they never get to oh, wait no they're, they're in a they're in a uh emergency room later but yeah this did he say they bring him to like a yeah so they have conflicting stories it's so the detective says some shit that's immediately negated by the action so yeah it's like uh i feel like um it, it's almost like it's almost like the actor was not paying attention to the scene and just sticking to the script you, you know too much I, yeah i don't know well, so the torso dude dies. Uh, the cop is scared. Hannah faints. Um, and then... Uh, but she reveals, like, something's inside of me. Yeah, she's like, you gotta help me. And then this is when uh, that we go back to the police station. Jay and the detective are coming out of the interrogation room. I guess they, like, he's been satisfied that Jay's not the suspect. But the professor somehow knows Jay is there, rushes in. And asks for the detective by name. Yeah, he goes, he goes, all right, so this thing, the cigar thing is affecting her. <clears throat> and he starts explaining that this has happened numerous times in the past. And he, he says that one time it got into a nun, and yeah. the nun tried to fuck like everybody, the last time it happened, and uh, this is when tried to sleep with like a a bishop, a or, bishop. or a, a pastor or something like that, some man of the cloth. Uh, uh, and then uh, this is when the cop enters and he's like, 
this is crazy. No one believes me. You know, yeah. it's like, I just saw this crazy thing. I'll never say it's a lie. He's like, here's just a... He's, no, no, no. It's the truth. I always know it's the truth. Yeah. Well, okay. And he looks like white as a ghost, too. Well, yeah, so he's like, yeah, she's... I shot her, and uh, she's being operated on. So then the detective and the professor and Jay... I mean, I don't know if the cop goes well, to, but they, they all rush over to yeah, when they said, the like, hospital. I don't know. That's why I was like, they, they made it sound like they brought it to like an insane asylum. It's an operating room. And it's sure. an operating room, but like, why wouldn't you, if this person had just gotten shot and you just think they're like, no, they're just a little out of it, you would still bring them to an actual emergency room at a real full-on hospital. But no, you bring them to this one, there's like a lockdown door on it. Yeah, um, that's... <laughs> that and so like, they weird. get her in there, they get like a mask on her, her, her heart rate's dropping... Or her blood pressure's dropping. Well, so, okay, so she has these bullet wounds, and they heal, like, Wolverine style. Yeah. Like, they just are, like, automatically, like, heal up. <clears throat> and then she, like, sits upright, and then, like... They, they starts... call code yellow. <laughs> That's... I don't know uh, if y'all are very uh, familiar with the uh, codes when it comes to the emergency room, but code yellow is when uh, the bullets are absorbed, the and then the chick... Absorbed. The 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 victim comes back to life and starts hitting on the doctor. Choke-slamming people. <laughs> oh, yeah, she, like... So like all the all the people in the operating room are like, get the fuck out of here, and they all rush out. And, and one then, idiot is like, uh oh, I'm stuck in here. And uh, she's like trying to be like, hook up with me. But this dude is scared because he knows that she's killed some people. You know what I think happened at the hospital after? Hmm. Everyone that uh, was in there is like, someone's like, oh yeah, they. they uh, it was because he was scared, and everyone's like, dude, he's gay. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, he's a uh, little bear. Uh, but yeah, so the so because she wakes up and the the whole time this is being observed through a window in the door by the detective, the cop, and Jay all watch of what's yeah. going on. Um, and they basically the professor is like, "Oh, she needs a willing participant who's giving off hormones." He jumps like, to conclusions like crazy. This this is like he's just firing off these yeah. things, and he's like, "Yep, the troop, the troop." This and everybody's is it. like, "Yep, totally." Yep. And so she grabs the doctor who's in there and like flips him into a filing cabinet, like WWF. Yeah. Did you see his legs like spread out after he landed? Too, <laughs> like, he lands and his legs are like to clearly show knocked outness. It was like, yeah. They're like, can we have the sound effect of like birds chirping yeah. and uh, one bird flying around the like his <laughs> noggin around like the the egg on his head? Um, so uh, this is when Jay runs in there. He's like, one of us has to go save that guy. Yeah, and, and is it gonna be you? Yeah, and he's also like, one of us to go and put one in that lady. Uh, so his whole plan is to get in there, throw the guy out, and he closes the door. He locks himself in there with Hannah. Because, you know... So, well, she's she's unconscious at this point. Most emergency uh, operating rooms have a, a lock on them that's like a bank lock, basically. Yeah, you From the know. inside. Of course. You know, in case anything happened, you gotta be, you gotta be sure. Uh, and so he gets in there, and she... Again, this is the kind of that weird thing where she is kind of paying attention, or she's kind of alive. It's like her and... And, and she don't she, know like, well, she, what part is the alien. She recognizes Jay. She's like, "No, you can't be in here." And he goes, "No, it'll be okay. Like you won't let that thing hurt me." And then like, she's like, "Okay." And it's like almost like she heard the entire monologue that the professor was saying outside the door while she was unconscious. Yeah. But whatever. The funniest thing though is that the detective and the professor are standing outside they just the sit door there and watch. They're I mean, like again. Alyssa Milano. They're voyeurs. They're they're pervs. This There's, whole episode is a voyeur episode. Yeah. Uh, it's perfect for you. Uh, so what? the perverts are like watching through the window and then they're like, okay, well, we got to fuck, but because I'm in love with you, it'll be okay. This is pretty much like what I was talking about where you're just like, I don't care if I die. I'm going to get in that. Yeah. Before. Uh, it, she said something about uh, it's still inside me. And I, I was like, maybe like, no, that's me. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. That's it? Uh, so, so all of a sudden they take off their clothes and they're like boning on this operating table and a weird butterfly ghost creature. It looked like, it's like, oh, this thing was a caterpillar and then became a beautiful, a beautiful butterfly. It looked like a Pokemon or something. I it, don't, yeah, I didn't. And, and okay. It's nineties CGI. And it just like fades right out. It flies through the ceiling or turns into light energy or something. And then. That's it. They're I mean, like, like they have cuddling an end, and, and the end voiceover. It basically insinuates that love, love is love is all you need. 
That's what you should go outro uh, Beatles to the, All you to need the, is the, love? Yeah. Oh, I, man. I hate that song, though. Uh, but I was like, okay, is anyone going to get charged for a crime? There's like four dead guys missing uh, in this thing. They're like, ah, whatever. I'll write it off my police report that an alien fucking hid inside someone until love became Yeah, whatever. Um, we got this thing. We got this cigar that proves that there's extraterrestrial life, but whatever. Let's just yeah. watch these kids keep fucking. Yeah, they're just jerking each other off. Like, all right. Oh, man. I don't know. Hey, I know what we should play at the end of the episode. The Who's the Boss theme song. That oh, song yeah, there you go. Rules. Yeah, that, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's how it ends. The Power and, of the, Love. The Power of Love. Uh, well, that's another good one. We could do the Huey Lewis. We got a bunch. I'll leave it up. <laughs> There's to you. some possibilities. Um, to, yeah. So let's let's get into our ratings because let's do a, the creepy crawlers. Creepy and I will let you go first. Okay. Uh, I love the Outer Limits. Uh, like I said, uh, it's kind of like a Star Trek show without having to involve the crew. Uh, it's these little dance standalone episodes that are fun, usually involving some type of alien thing. Uh. I thought that the pacing of this was very weird. It just, it didn't seem like there was any red herrings or misinformation. It didn't like, there was, everybody knew exactly what was happening constantly. And that was fine. But I also felt like maybe they could have taken out some of the uh, parts where Alyssa Milano was like picking up dudes and like absorbing them off the street. Like, maybe take out one or two of those scenes and then maybe have a little bit more of explanation about what this thing is or, like, what's happening next or, like, you know, maybe if they had been studying something a little bit more similar instead of, like, these amoebas. I don't know. It just seemed like it was a random series of ep- of, of events and I felt like by the end of the episode I was like, oh, oh, that's it. Like, I was expecting at least another five, ten minutes of something happening. It caught me off guard, to be perfectly honest, but... That being said, it did have Alyssa Milano in it. It did have a lot of funny scenes. Uh, I like, I really like the part where the dude gets snapped off, uh, he, like in oh, half. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, the some of the special effects were a little cheesy, but I mean that's what you get it when you watch The Outer Limits. Um, I enjoyed this. I would watch it again. I'll give it a. Eight, wow. Eight creepy crawlers. Is that uh, two of those just because of Alyssa Milano's boobs and body? Mm, okay, no. in my rating. Uh, yeah, um, you, you you had a lot of good points there. Um, I felt like you knew exactly what was going to happen after minute, like, ten. Like, I kept on, because I watched it on Hulu, and I don't know, the ad-free one, it would pause every, like, 11 seconds to do, like, a minute and a half of ads, and I would look at how far into it, I'm like, Man, how are they going to fill up the rest of this 25, 30 minutes? I'm like, like you said, there's the uh, scenes that just were repetitive. Um, they missed a lot. There's no explanation of where this thing came from. I kept on waiting to be like, oh, they're going to find out this thing came from this place or what it is. And and at the end, we're going to have a conclusion. They're going to be like, oh, this is from here. And, and like we have like noticed these more often than just the two times in the newspaper in this one town, apparently. Anyway, um, back to my thoughts. I thought that was uh, it was fun. I do think what I said earlier, the mark of when the episode starts to go downhill is when our detective friend shows up and everything just starts to kind of plateau and become boring and repetitive and drawn out. Um, Liz Milano, gorgeous. Jason London? Yeah. Jason London, uh, fun. Gorgeous. Well, he's, got the, he's got the 90s haircut. Gorgeous. Uh, and I don't know. I... Would I show this to someone else? Hell yeah. I'm going to show them titties off every day. Uh, and I thought that they did an okay job with some of the acting. I love the professor. He He's gonna, he's almost on par with the boobs of bringing this episode up to uh, a 6.75 for me. I did wonder why you had a poster of him hanging up in your room. It's actually on my ceiling <laughs> over my bed, right next to Alyssa Milano. Um, but yeah, there was too many plot holes and not enough rules. And, um, I really thought that it could have been a lot of fun, but it just wasn't quite there. What are you giving it? I'd say 6.75. Creepy crawlers. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) 6.75. But I'm giving, uh, 10 out of 10 nine-year-old Tom Boners for Liz and Lana's tits, though. Which should be a nine out of nine nine nine-year-old Boners. 
Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds creepy. It leaves a lot to be desired, but it still had a lot of redeeming qualities to it. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this uh, episode of The Outer Limits, Caught in the Act. What do you think Caught in the Act refers to? Fucking? Yeah, of course. Well, is she ever really caught in the act? Um, I guess by the cop. I do like uh, when they're in the library at the beginning when she like gets sexy but is pulling like... I felt like that library was the same library as uh, the Freddy's Nightmare Safe Sex where they're like, well, go fool around in the Asian heritage section. No one will go there. No one will go there. We hate her. Um, I uh, Let's see. I'm trying to think what else. Um, the, do, you yeah. wanna, uh, do you have a, an email that you want to read, you said? Oh, let me take a look. All right, well, this week's email is from Juliana, and she writes, I'm a new listener, and I really enjoy listening to you guys talk about Saturday morning cartoons. One of my favorite things to do as a kid was to eat cereal while watching them. Hell yeah. I, I'm totally in, on board with that. That's like the only time my mom would let me eat TV. Uh, eat, TV. eat cereal in front of TV. Uh, she goes on to say, let's see, uh, if you could make a cereal for some of the shows you guys do, what would it be, and what would the toy inside it be? Excellent question. Very excellent. And uh, we did, we, we, I, I screened this one earlier, and we... Wrote down a couple of them, so... Yeah, we uh, we already did a little brainstorming, and you guys can enjoy some of our ideas here. So uh, we have Amazing Storios. Amazing Storios. That's like our first one that we kind of came up with. That would be a good toy. We can have the 21-inch sun plant. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a fun little toy. Well, yeah. Uh, Ray, Brad- Ray Bradbury Brand. Ray Bradbury Brand. Yeah, that's I like a that good a one. lot. That would come with a little book inside of it. Oh, how about this? Uh, it's got a little pair of uh, folding plastic spectacles and a white wig, so you can dress up like, like Ray him. Bradbury. Aww, that'd be fun. Um, be a good little costume. Perversions of cereal. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot, too. Uh, what else did we what? have? I came up with a couple that were funny. Uh, Crypt Keeper Crunch. Crypt Keeper Crunch. That's right. Um, that would have, uh, I don't know, maybe like uh, a Crypt Keeper toy that when you press him the hit button like it says like a terrible pun uh shredded hitchhiker buns yes i love shredded hitchhiker buns we were saying uh the back of the box oh yeah my, my idea was on the back of the box uh i don't know what anything about a toy but uh it, no it'd come with a pair of jeans inside that thing <laughs> take up uh what's well, a small pair of jeans for you to put your fingers in and yeah lock. um and on the back, yeah, they have one to connect the dots that when you connect all the dots, it, uh, it's just a, a sweet pair of buns. Just a sweet, sweet hitchhiker yeah. butt. Um, the uh, Freddy's Frosted Flakes. Freddy's Frosted Flakes. And it's I think, a tongue twister. It is. I think the toy in that one would be uh, one of those spoon toppers, and it's just the top half of Freddy. And he's just uh, sitting, he's got this, you know, the classic hat. I would, if I had that, uh, a spoon topper, I would probably eat every meal with that spoon. I think I would. Even if it was like a steak, I'd be using that spoon. <laughs> I mean, you could actually put it on any utensil, to be I'll honest. I'll figure it out. I'll bring it to, like, House of uh, Prime Rib and put it on my steak knife when I go there. <laughs> Everybody's very impressed. Women are just throwing themselves at you. Did we do anything for Outer Limits? Uh, I don't think we got it. Wait, Outer Limit O's? No. No. We already had some of the O's. Uh, we had Goosebumps Bites. Goosebumps and we were bites. saying, remember, we were like, okay, the cereal itself would be the letters that spell goosebumps. Yeah. They would be like the regular bites, but then there would also be a marshmallow. A marshmallow the, of, the, dog of the dog head. with the glowing eyes. Glowing dog eyes. Yeah. We love him. Oh, he's great. He's the unofficial mascot for Short and Spooky. Is he really? He is now. Okay. I like it. What's his name? Uh, uh, Don't say Rex or Fido. Medium sniff. <laughs> uh, how about Jasper. No, Jasper's. Uh, let's do. Uh, let's do an homage to what's called Bart. Okay, because it's almost like Bark. Okay, and also Bart Simpson, one of our favorite characters. That's of all time. Ju- okay. That's canon. Uh, Bart is uh, the dog from uh, Goosebumps. Put it in our Wikipedia. Uh, well, also, hey, we just did the episode last time. Watch your weeds. Watch your weeds. Yes. Um, I don't know what would. Watch your weeds would be actually... a remote control. Is it actually the just... toys a remote control? No, it would it would look like a cereal box, but it'd actually be uh, tortilla chips. <laughs> <laughs> and the toy would be a laser pointer. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, just to shine it in people's eyes and be like, just, yeah. he just got changed or watched. Watcher crunch. Wow, that was a great question. Thanks, Juliana. Yeah, that was a very nice question. Um, as always, if you want to reach out to us and ask a question or give us a comment or tell us to stop doing this, Feel free to uh, hit us up uh, on Gmail at shortandspooky at gmail.com, on Twitter at shortandspooky, and we do a Facebook 
group? Uh, we're trying to work on that Facebook thing. Uh, you can always tell your friends, though, and uh, rate and review on subscribe on yeah. iTunes. We don't even care if you listen to it. Just subscribe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I care. I, yeah, I care. Um, we got to get our production team on the Facebook thing. Sure. Yeah. You hear that, guys? I'm looking at all you guys in here. We got a big crew in here. Okay, sir. That's right. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for uh, Short and Spooky this week. Uh, I enjoyed this one. It was a fun one. Uh, so I think we're going to get out of here with a little Who's the Boss music. Any last words you want to leave us with? Uh, we all know who the boss is in this studio. Alyssa Milano? Oh, yeah. All right. This is going out to you, Alyssa. All right. Good night, Johnny. There is more to life than what you're living. So take a chance and face the wind. An open road and a road that's hit. Oh.